Welcome to the Female Offensive. I am Sydney. And I'm Marcella. And today we are talking about authenticity. (sighs) Heavy. A heavy cloud falls over the studio, (laughs) a.k.a. my bedroom. You know what? Like, before Sydney mentioned authenticity, I didn't really notice, or I didn't really know what it was until I started diving a little deeper Did a little deep dive? Yeah, I had to do a little deep dive because... We all know what, like, being authentic means, like, blah, blah, Do we? Blah. I don't like, think, I think definition. it's just something people say. Because it, yeah, I really you, totally, like, I do exactly. not think people know what being authentic exactly. really even means. It's like one of those words where you just think you know the, an- or you think you know the definition to it, but you just, like, when you're pressed, like, what's the definition? You have no idea. Yeah. You're like, and it just means to be authentic. <laughs> When your words and your actions, especially when it comes to being a person, it just means when your words and your actions are consistent with your beliefs and values. But being authentic is a little bit more than that. It's a little bit more, we like to think of it as more of an active process. Oh my Because gosh, that definition totally. makes it seem like passive. Like it's just something that happens to you. But no, like authentic is more than being real. It's finding what's real. Oh, that's so good because I think it's, I think the part of being authentic that most people struggle with mm-hmm. is knowing what their authenticity is. Yeah, it's like, because who am you, I? Exactly. Wow. Who <laughs> Guys, I? let's dive into that question. Who are, who who are, are you? <laughs> like, it's obviously easier said than done. Like, becoming who you are takes time. And knowing who you want to be also. Like, yeah. finding the right role models and, like, finding an example. Because yes. I totally think that... We need an example to follow. Like, everyone should have someone to look up to Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're never striving for anything and you don't really, you kind of have an inconsistent idea of what goals are for you, personal goals are. I went through, like, I have a little something for our listeners. It's kind of like... Not how to become authentic, because that's just kind of like a very... Marcel's writing a book. Yeah, um, I'm just kidding. Because it's not something that you ever just, like, she achieve. She three pages of notes for this episode. I just, like... She's the most I, prepared, I and this. I'm here... I'm over here sitting like, yeah, so I suggested this topic. <laughs> no, but, like... Little you, to no research. You opened my mind up to what it could be, and I got so excited about it, so thank you for that. Oh, you're so welcome. And, like, being open-minded is actually one of my tips for... Trying I think that's to a great embark on this authenticity journey. But yes, being open-minded is just so important to being authentic because mm-hmm. you really need to be willing to look outside of yourself mm-hmm. to find what you like in yourself. Yeah, it's so true. I feel like when you're talking about authenticity, you kind of have to like go all the way back to your childhood, <laughs> like with everything in life. <laughs> You have to kind of look at your childhood and see who were the people that you loved, that Sydney, like you were saying, people that you respected, that you cared about, that you like maybe even feared, that were role models in your life, and what they believed in, what they had you believe in. Like, I'm thinking about religion specifically. Yeah, how that influenced you. Yeah, I think a lot of the time as a child, you're just like, you just go to these things and you don't really obviously you're not inquisitive like why are we here why are we doing these things like you know <laughs> I was and I was annoyed most yeah. of the time 
No, yeah, I get that. You know, that. like, especially you just don't when you're a teenager. I, like, did not want to be at church. I used to just, yeah. me and my parents used to get into huge fights. Yeah. But, like, really? I'm glad now. Like, now I have a, a really great relationship with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. No, I hated church when I was younger, and it's because I didn't understand, like, what it was or how it was supposed to fit into my life. Yeah, and we don't really, like, when we're, like, young, younger children, like, we don't really challenge any of those beliefs. Mm -hmm. We kind of just go along with it because we don't know any better. We also, I feel like, are never exposed necessarily to other religions. I didn't start learning about other religions until I was, like, in college and, like, forced... Like no, we didn't have other like, than, like any Judaism, like but like we barely had don't really any know anything Jewish about people. Yeah, we had like a couple of people who were like half Jewish, but that's really about it. Yeah. Um. So I yeah. don't feel like I was really exposed to anything. Yeah. And other than what was in my own household, even. Yeah. That's true. That's true because if you don't challenge something, then you start to take those beliefs on as your own. Yeah. Because, well, you don't know anything else. Yeah. But that's I think. That listening, I've started listening th- to things that make me question those beliefs mm. and stuff. And I'm actually now tr- starting to find out who I am, what I believe. Mm-hmm. And you start to carve your own path when you start asking yourself the uh, when you start asking yes. yourself those harder questions, yeah. those thinking questions, those important questions that yeah. people don't necessarily want to think about. It's true. Part of finding your authentic self is just sorting through these beliefs or beliefs to find out which ones are truly yours. Yes, because I feel going back to what you said about our yeah. families and our pasts, you learn so many things through the actions and outcomes mm-hmm. of other people around mm-hmm. you. Your brain so is true. constantly taking in information and images that is going to prove right the truths whether they are accurate to who you are or whether they are false truths mm. that you've learned. Yep. And they're it's going to continue to build a case for whatever you dominantly believe, right. whether you realize why you believe that or not. Yeah. For example, oh, bring up some of my family issues. Let's do it. We so love it. my parents have like this like weird relationship. I won't go into <laughs> it. It's not something I want when I get older. Yeah. Like, anything, like, at all. They're still married. Don't know if that's the best decision, but whatever. Wow. (laughs) So, so I love them both with all my whole heart. They're just not nice to it. Like. Yeah. They're just, like, not right. It doesn't feel like. I don't know. Yeah. I love them so dearly. Anyway. They, for a long time, I had this, like terror about like relationships and Mm. men and ending up in that same situation and it's a Mm. false truth that I to this day am still struggling with Wow. um, and trying to like unlearn because that's not my truth that's not not my future and just because I see people in those situations doesn't mean that that is what God has in store for me yes Yes, and you are carrying baggage that is not yours. Exactly. And that baggage is going to keep you from finding your authentic self. Exactly. So I'm letting that go. I'm Let shedding that go. skin. And I'm really trying to focus on what I want in my life and what mm-hmm. I deserve. And yes, it's going exactly. well. 
It's going and really well. And you can well. really only do that by like exposing yourself to new ideas, different ways of being, living, and then you can really discover what really resonates with you. Yes. Yeah. And it's it. about trusting your intuition. Yeah. Everyone has... And being present. Being oh present is so important. Like, unhook yourself from the Talk past. more about being present. Ground like, yourself in the present. When we are grounded in the present, we allow ourselves to be open. We allow ourselves to be curious because we're not worried about the next text that we're getting. We are in this conversation. We are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, to be open, to be curious. Like, accepting of others as well as yourself. Let's talk more about being present in the moment. Being present, yeah. So what is a tip that, Miss Tipley, that you would give me to be more present in my daily life? Like, how could I do that? To be more present. Just one tip. Just one little cute tip to be. (laughs) Just a cute little tip. (laughs) I think that, well, you do a, a pretty good job of doing this anyway, but I think that being mindful and being introspective is really, really important. I like, to act in an authentic manner, we kind of think about, we have to think about what it is that we want to do, which takes a lot of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you have to be mindful of your thoughts. So and just you listening have to, to be, what you're thinking about? You have to be careful of how your actions affects, affect others, too. It's not just it's not just your thoughts. Wow. I think that's really important. Yes. Your actions are so important. Yeah, because that tells you a lot about yourself. Oh, we should so today. Yes. <laughs> right today. when we were getting when we were getting ready to record, I was like we were sitting on the my bed and I was slouched over and I was like, Oh, Marcella, I have the <laughs> worst posture right now. And I feel like I should fix it. This is an actual conversation that we had today. Yeah. I feel like I should fix it. But I'm just, like, really comfortable. And she goes, Sydney, what does your authentic self tell you to do? <laughs> Immediately I was Stop. like, fuck you, bitch. And I, like, I straightened my it. back, put back my shoulders. And I was like, thank you. I feel better. But, like, yes, <laughs> but, like, I had I do to feel be that. Better. I had to be that bitch. But, like, at the same time, I guess that is But what a good what reminder. Yeah. Like, I read this thing on Pinterest, everyone. Yes. <laughs> I loves that I use Pinterest. Yeah. Um, but right. I read it on Pinterest, and it said, <laughs> get in the habit of asking yourself, does this benefit the life that I'm trying to grow? Beauty. And basically, what I felt that meant to me was <clears throat> just throughout the day when you're doing random tasks or you are sitting noticing what you're thinking about Mm -hmm. just asking yourself is this how I want to feel is this how I want to be is this true to the person that I'm trying to create that's awesome and I think that that's asking yourself those questions is probably like just the cornerstone of it all yeah just really, like, get to know yourself. And if you don't know the how way to you start, would, that's a good way to start. The way you would want to get to know a significant other, like, learn about yourself. Yeah. I always feel like I never know what to ask yeah. guys that I'm talking to to get to know them in a way that's meaningful. deeper and meaningful. And so yeah. I think now that I have started to get to know myself better, I'm actually 
deepening the relationships of the people around me because I kind of know the questions to ask them too and I mm-hmm. like to think that that's causing them to be a little bit more thoughtful in their daily life. Yeah. You're, so You're doing a lot of things to attract that good energy yeah. and I feel like people who are... Asking people off, how they yeah. feel is like such a good mm-hmm. habit to get into. I find people really respond to it. They're yeah. like... But oh. also when you're authentic, people are attracted to you. Yes. Like people totally. love that. People love like someone who's vulnerable and open and like willing to share like comfortable in their own skin just like yeah. owning it but and when someone's not and I don't mean like authentic and fake between being like those are like very they're very complex words so I don't really know how to like say authentic without being like mm, you're not authentic <laughs> you know like I just a sour taste in your yeah, mouth that vocal sour, fry it leaves a sour taste in my mouth saying the word authentic it really really does because I don't think that it encompasses all can we that come it up really with a is. better word for authentic because I'm not I wouldn't say that I'm authentic I would say that it's like the road to authenticity or something like living that. honestly living honestly I guess I really like that that's actually really good okay. we're living honestly up in living this bitch honestly <laughs> you want to get into this like some hows like we're not perfect at this we're really really trying these are kind of like our little tidbits on how to <laughs> how to be authentic how to be more honest like let me start okay because i feel like this is one of the cornerstones mm-hmm. if your questions were a cornerstone mine is another <laughs> <laughs> be open-minded mm. like we attract the people and the things that we want in our lives when we're open-minded and receptive so this is going to lead us to new opportunities like things you would have never experienced before and say like, yes yes to the dress and otherwise yes. always and like, just new ways of thinking too that like might add value to your life you never know you know like do stuff that's maybe outside of your comfort zone and I'm not saying like go take crazy drugs or anything like that but like do something that like maybe go take crazy drugs who knows in a safe controlled environment yo with a sober buddy that is your truth (laughs) if that is your truth (laughs) tell us about your experience on the crazy drugs oh my god we want to hear them i i you know what like a lot of people have said that and like uh, what i don't know i have never done anything no never crazy (laughs) never crazy those are there's some i mean i don't know i would never take like dmt what like what is that i wouldn't take molly and i wouldn't take is dmt molly no oh dmt's crazy (laughs) oh yeah okay anyway i guess we're not that (laughs) open-minded no we're not that open-minded so like my second tip was to explore new things and try new things and i'm not gonna do that but i will be curious about other things like like um, we want a new book yeah um aerial yoga we saw a sign for that that sounds risky aerial yoga maybe take it up a notch some chair dance class some lap dance classes maybe some pole dancing dancing, yeah i get risque i've been wanting to do this since i was in high school and not allowed to because you have to be 18 Oh, like a 17 year old I was like oh, dancing that'd be so fun yeah little because virgin me like they have the most insane like they are strength that's crackhead strength it's the best <laughs> crackhead no I'm just kidding strength. they're not crackheads 
A lot of drugs have... being thrown around. No, no. A lot of drug references being thrown around in this no. episode. Just to be clear, we are not experts are not on drugs. this topic. And I don't think that so pole we don't... dancers are crackheads. But also, I, do I think don't that know they have crazy strength. Crack Much like heads. a crackhead. <laughs> do crackheads have crazy strength? You literally see crackheads, like, on a bike with, like, a fridge on their back. Where do you see? Have you ever been to Philadelphia? Thankfully, not that I can remember. <laughs> They're very strong, and as are pole dancing women. Okay. The next oh, thing also, that you I'm might sorry, I just do. need to say this. The pole spins, so it's not as impressive as you might think. What? Yeah, the pole that you think is stationary spins. So they're literally just So they're just getting on. momentum and holding on. <gasps> so maybe reevaluate your crackhead theory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a theory. Um so a s- the next <laughs> <laughs> The next okay. one is definitely well we talked about this being present. Yes. Yeah, like that's so real. Someone who doesn't care about anything around them. They're just like they're interested in the conversation and they're interested in what they're doing at that moment. That means stay off the forums, guys. Stay, stay off your phones. <laughs> stay, stay off your phones. Stay <laughs> off your phones, guys. Sierra Palin says stay off your phones. That is so hard for me and, like, I truly, truly struggle. Yeah, I love just, like, flipping through my phone while having a casual conversation. Because oh. I'm listening. I'm just, like, not really listening. Sorry. Exactly. But you're but not really listening. It. Exactly. Like, why do you need single task, my people? This is a big thing. Single task. That I read about single tasking. Everyone today multitasks is always trying to get so many things done. And while multitasking is, you know, good. Yeah. Um, it's actually less productive because you end up doing a shittier job at just two things rather yeah. than doing a good job at one thing. Yeah. So... Um, it was just suggested that you try to take time to single task. So if you're having a conversation with someone, really be in that moment, be present. If you're reading a book, like read a book without music on, without the TV on. Right, right. Like really try to find ways to turn yourself yeah. completely onto one thing. I really like that. I really, really like that. That's actually a really good point. I feel like I'm going to try to... You notice inject that into my life a bit. It's crazy how often we're multitasking. After I like my attention was brought to it, mm-hmm. like I would notice myself if my computer was taking a minute to load, I would go on my phone. Yeah. Like just because my computer was loading, like I couldn't yeah. just sit there for a fucking minute. Wi- no, I totally would do the same thing. Right? That's wild. Like I feel like so many people do, but it's yeah. with everything. So, like, my my gratitude before my gratitude thing before I used my phone really helped me curb that habit. Oh, yeah. Because while my computer was going, I would have to, like, say three things that I was grateful for. <laughs> and by that time, the printer had, like, print spouted out my shit or whatever. I was, That's perfect. Yeah. So it helped me single task. It helped me stay in the moment, too. I'm going to try to do that. That's really tough. It's a big tip. My gratitude, my gratitude before social media. That good, good dude. Love that. Oh, that good, 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 good dude. I'm going to get a t-shirt with that on it. Ooh. If anyone's interested in buying t-shirts, <laughs> we have to sell 36 to get them produced. Oh, That's no. Awesome. Did you guys hear about that girl on Instagram with like 
9 million followers and she couldn't sell 30 t-shirts. So like let's out let's outdo her. Yeah. I, I think, think we, we can could. do it. I think we could easily. We have we have 30 people who love us. Right? Right? Hello. <laughs> Please. I go, I go. Um okay. <laughs> Being transparent and like not being afraid to be yourself or to be imperfect, I mean. Like That's to show crazy. those imperfections. That's crazy. That's crazy. We're not taught to like flaunt our imperfections. No, don't draw attention to yourself. No. Never. No. <laughs> but it's so important to being an authentic person. It's just yeah. like whew, letting people see like every part of you, not all at once, you I know. Have such an like, authentic moment. Tell story. me. So it was actually on my way to meet you guys for a drink. So, <laughs> I took myself out on a little date on Friday night. Um, I took myself movie out date. to the movies, to a dance class. I'm good to me. So, <laughs> then I went and met my beautiful friends, Cam and Marcella, um, out for drinks for Cameron's birthday. Shout out, happy birthday. 23. Old ass motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> so, um, I'm on my way to getting drinks with them, coming from Rocket Man. Which is the Elton John movie. Oh, you loved that. Oh, so good. So, obviously, headphones are in. Elton John is a-playing. Yeah. And I am, for real, dancing down Boylston Street. And I loved every minute of it. Like, I was going That's for it. awesome. One guy, like, started dancing with me. He was into it. He was being his authentic drunk self. Yeah. And I was sober. But it was... Oh, no, I wasn't. But it was cool. It was all fun. That's really funny, though, that you mentioned that. Because I feel like... When you're inhibited by, like, alcohol or drugs, you are definitely much more yeah. authentic. I was two centers deep, but I would dance in the street no matter yeah. my inebriated level. Yeah. I probably wouldn't, but I probably would if I was inebriated. I freaking love just taking up my space and dancing in the street. It's just, like, a little, like, jazzy walk that I, like, throw some, like, shoulder shrugs in. Okay, okay. So it's I just not get like... groovy, like John Travolta in oh, Saturday Night Oh, okay, got <laughs> it. Oh, my God. So oh. imagine that strutting down but Boylston not Street. not even that. Not even that. Not just, like, that's that's not a flaw of yours, you know what I mean? Like you're no, being your authentic self, but at the same time, but some time, people might think that's like so ostentatious and, and a wonderful dancer, and it's not like you're like, yeah, you know. But I think you, when I'm talking about like imperfections, it's that like you understand what your shortcomings are, and that these challenges only help you help make who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, not even, it's a little Do bit. Do you feel like you're able to change, though, while being your authentic self? <clears throat> That's really funny that you mentioned that, because I feel like it's not about behaving in the exact same way every single day, regardless of your context. Mm -hmm. Because I think that in certain situations, you kind of can't always be completely who you are, are all the time. Like, this example that I gave you earlier, like, yeah, maybe, like, you are extremely religious and you're proud of it it's what motivates you it's what inspires you but at your staff meeting you're not gonna like try to convert people to catholicism and like flaunt your religion around all the time but it might be something that you do in other settings yeah and that doesn't mean that it's 
I mean, I think that anything that's a part of your life, you should be happy and proud to talk Absolutely. about. Um, I know personally, like, I don't really talk about my religion unless I am aware that the person yeah. re- is be- receptive, one, yeah, and or am asked about it directly. Yeah. Like, it's not something I feel the need to really talk about either because yeah. I just, it's not even, I just emanate, I try to emanate love. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like... It's obvious that I have a belief in a higher being because of how serene and happy I am every day. Um, or, you know, that I try to be that. Right, of um, But I do have, like, little Bible verses, like cards, displayed mm-hmm. at my desk every day. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong and with I, that. And I, like, change them out sometimes, it changes up. Yeah, but that's, like, a little thing for me. But it is, like, publicly displayed, and I often wonder like if yeah because I don't really yeah. see anything else around like anyone think, else around my office anything having anything that. like that I feel like so I don't know if anyone would be offended by it but yeah I feel authentic I to me it feels authentic to me and I have a lot of quotes displayed and a lot of like uplifting things displayed for myself so those are just like another something to uplift me mm-hmm. in my day that's awesome yeah do you do you agree with my statement or no? I do. do. I do. Yes, do no, th- I do. Do you? Um, I do agree that, yeah, you can't always um, be. I think that if. It's a tough you are, question. I think that if you feel that who you are is being restricted mm-hmm. in your current setting, that you should look for solutions to why you're feeling constricted rather than to conform to your settings. Right. Meaning, how can you change your settings, remove yourself from the settings, or um, maybe you're not doing the right thing. Yeah. You're not in the right spot. You're not with the right people. Yeah. If you're feeling... Something has to be off a little bit. Yeah. If yeah. you're feeling that strain to, like... Yeah. If it's really that hard for you not to talk about your religion in a in an office setting like maybe you should be working in a different somewhere else working in a church working in a church office building yeah like yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, they like, love to talk about religion we were, there we were talking about this earlier like if you really really hate the nine to five corporate life it's not it's not for everyone definitely and like, not and like if you're not getting like any sort of enjoyment out of it if you can't find one part of your job that motivates you in any way like it's not growing you towards your ultimate goal no and like I know it's really easy to say that and be like oh like you know people have bills to pay I get that you have to take a job sometimes just because like just because you have to but again be open-minded but again be creative open-minded and like believe in yourself we're often stuck in situations that we don't want to be in like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that like we all have our perfect jobs right now. I mean, we're 23. Like, we're still, like, in somewhat entry-level positions, and we just want to go ahead, girl. Cindy <laughs> is bursting at the scenes. <laughs> I just, like, I really love my work story. Yes. Because it is just not the place for me. But I appreciate it so fucking much. I yeah. love my job. Yeah. But I haven't always. Like, there was... I struggle with it sometimes because obviously you lose your grip on that like positive attitude a lot 
Um, yeah. And, like, something will, like, throw you off and you'll be, like, sent in a tailspin of, like, I hate my life, I hate my job, like, this is the worst place, like, I want to quit, I'm applying for new jobs tonight, like, <laughs> yeah. brushing up my resume right now yeah. on you, my like, lunch break. When you, like, one little bad thing happens yeah. at work. But, you know, overall, I really realized how I can appreciate my job and how much I'm learning from it and what a great experience it is no matter what. I am meeting amazing people every day. I'm working and learning every day. I am in the field that I, I want to be working in for the rest of my life. Yeah. I am not doing what I want to be doing. It is uh, not organic enough for me. It's very corporate and it's yeah. um, very engineered uh, in a sense where I don't feel – it feels very like like an equation almost. Yeah. Like it, it's not creative yeah. enough for me, I don't feel. It's true. Like, I'm a little boxed in. Authenticity in the workplace is something that I definitely wanted to get into because, like, a lot of us have this, like, work version of ourselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, like, it's usually not our true and whole self. And, like, if you're leaving a part of you behind when you walk through your office's door or wherever you work, you're probably not – you're probably not really benefiting from that position in your life. It's such a good point. And And it's tough because, like, it's not always easy to find a job, you know? Like, no, especially now. Although, unemployment is at its lowest. Yeah. Which is great, but it has been in a really long time. Yeah. And, you, and, like, company culture, too, it could push you to, like, act a certain way or to be a certain way. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Just, like, we should touch on, I feel like we should touch on, now I can't even remember what it's called. Um, you know what it's called. We watch, we listen to the podcast. Um, human design. Yes, human design. And uh, we were listening to That's a Retrograde, always. We um, love That's a Retrograde. And they had a guest on talking about human design, and she talked about... So human design is basically just another type of uh, way to identify your character traits and personality and work habits and kind of... Yeah. How you interact with yourself. It's kind of like a, a zodiac. Yes, it's, but it's more in line with your chakras, I believe. It has something to do with your chakras. It's like they need to know where exactly you were born, when exactly you were born. It has yeah. something to do with, like, the stars aligning on the day that you were born in that yeah. exact time. But so that's the same thing as zodiacs and yeah. numerology, like all right, of right, But right. anyway, so she talks about going into the workplace learning about these people's different human design so basically like different characteristics different personality types and being like wow like how you were as a human were designed yeah (laughs) wow you guys don't belong together like there's a lot of tension here like you guys shouldn't like you shouldn't be in the position that you're in like they're putting these people into the wrong position within the office so like they're in a managerial position where they should be in like a creative outlet position. Oh, wow. And so I just thought it was so interesting yeah. that No, you, that was a really good episode. Because you might be just pursuing the wrong field, yeah. you know? Like, maybe the reason you're feeling so unfulfilled is because you're not fulfilling your purpose. Yeah. Like, everyone has a purpose. And so it's really up to you when yeah. you're being your authentic self that we're talking about yeah. to kind of know the direction that you're trying to move into and the kind of where you want your life to go eventually. 
That's really hard to think about. <laughs> I know. Like, it's so difficult. Especially, like, having to but ask an But in a general idea. Like, having to ask an 18-year-old what they want to do for the rest of their life is just, like, absolutely ridiculous. Which is why At college, degrees everywhere. don't mean a thing anymore. Yeah. If you have a degree in literally anything, you'll be able to get a job. And you, uh, most people don't have a job in what they majored in in college. Yeah. It's just, like, the degree that's means not nothing. Even tr- I, I you just even need say, to have one. I wouldn't even say that having a degree secures you a job no not not anymore. a bachelor's not anymore. a bachelor's at all it's crazy sometimes a master's but it depends on what you got your master's in is it applicable to anything that is like actually needed which is crazy like you have all this education and it it's could just be completely so crazy. it's so crazy. overlooked yeah but maybe that's because you're not applying it in the right way yeah and it's not coming across in the best light so Stop living someone else's life. Your time is limited and it is so precious. Like, it's time to start living honestly. Yeah. And I think the best way to do that is to kind of give up. Give up on the idea that you're going to make everyone happy or really anyone happy. The only person that you're going to ever be able to make happy mm-hmm. is yourself. Yeah. And sometimes not even you're going to like the decisions that you make. So you better learn to forgive and move forward because it's a long life. I promise you that. Yeah. And it's only going to get longer. Science is really good. Getting Oh yeah. Getting pretty impressive. <laughs> oh yeah, we're really happy with science lately. Big fans of science. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, big pharma can suck an egg, but no, but science. Science, science is cool. Science in general. Is um, awesome. The FBI, side note, is opening up an investigation about UFOs and aliens. Okay. Talk about being your authentic so self. So excited. I think that Sydney I and some... I should do an episode on conspiracy theories that we wholeheartedly believe because we believe many of them. Yeah. First, Tupac, not dead. Did we land on the moon? Not no. sure. I'm not no, convinced. No, not convinced. Nope, nope. Really not convinced. <laughs> and that's and, our authentic And you know why? Self. That's because we're constantly evolving and changing, going deeper into ourselves, learning new things, Yeah. becoming more curious. <laughs> but in, in short, that's kind of what living authentically means. It's like not being stagnant. You're changing. You're constantly shifting and like taking on new forms and you just have to keep challenging old beliefs sorting kind of through that baggage that we've acquired from our childhoods I guess or from just growing up everyday life yeah sort through that and um I would love your opinion actually on what on like a personal struggle that I've been dealing with lately so I (sighs) Yeah, so I (laughs) work in fast fashion, and I am against fast fashion. Um, As a creative and as a designer, I believe slow design is the way to go. Baroque style is supporting local artisans and Mm -hmm. the local creative as a more eco-friendly and sustainable approach. Mm-hmm. Now, my company is really great. 
They and are. they are moving forward with sustainable practices. That's awesome. But we are so wasteful. And I do see us in fashion, and we are fast fashion. We are, you know, going against my beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning a lot. I'm doing great things, and I love my job, and it's um, an amazing learning opportunity. Yeah. But it is against my beliefs. How do you think, how do you feel about that? Like, if I feel that it's growing me and benefiting me in the long run where I will remove myself from the situation, but currently it's against things that I don't, that I don't believe in. It goes against things I, I believe in. I think that you can make good with that situation, and I think that you can do your part, which is, like, what do you mean there's waste? Like, are they, like, wasting a lot of fabric? Like, what's... I mean, all across the board. It's just, I mean, it's fashion, so it's just, there's yeah. a lot of waste in general. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. But... <laughs> I think that, like, what you can do is, like... Have you tried, like, initiating any sort of, like, recycle program or, like... No. I don't know. It's hard, yeah. No, I know. I know it's just not like, oh, let's start recycling. It's a big company, so yeah. it's not like you could get everybody on board with that. But, like, it it doesn't have to be, like, And it's also oh, corporate, which I'm against. So, like, do right, I, like, Right, but it seems like they're the already corporate. working towards it. So it's, yeah. like, you can't expect them to be perfect, but they Especially are trying. Especially considering their business model. Like, it, yeah. I would have to... It's like I would never expect exactly like I would never expect them to change their business model because I'm against fast fashion. But right, yeah, I'm like work. I should be working at a different company, but I do feel like it's growing me to the point where I I can remove myself and take the knowledge that I learned there and apply it to slow fashion and grow that in a different way. So absolutely, that's where I've landed on it. Well, because you're. Your it's authenticity is not about just acting the same all the time. Like yeah. we said, it's about evolving and changing. And you're looking, you're looking forward. Maybe you're doing something right now that you know is not authentic, but you know that over time it's going to help you become, yeah, more honest. Or I don't know. Like, I guess I just needed some outside validation. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're keep working there. <laughs> keep working there. Don't quit your job. Okay. Mm. Cool. Love that. I love that. Such I got rent to pay. <laughs> you're like, okay, so what you're telling me is I shouldn't quit my job. Okay. Don't put my two weeks in tomorrow. Got it. No. Um, um, I think this is a good place to end right here. We are going to do a two-part <clears throat> special because we have so much to say about authenticity, and I really hope that you guys like it because yes. we're going to do another episode on it. I've also <laughs> found that, like, after we re- finish recording one episode, like, I there's s- always something I want to say. Like, You're I like, always oh. think of, like, a whole other, like... It reminds me of that, like, Twitter video that... And, uh, oop! Have oh, you seen that? The girl no, like, I don't oop. have a Twitter. Oh, well, I, every time I, like, listen back to this, I want to, like, pipe in and be like, and oh. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I have so much more to add. So There's I'm excited so to, to uh, we're going to be listening to this episode with you guys, and I'm yeah. going to be taking notes. And I think <laughs> <laughs> on all the things that I want to talk about, and I would, we would seriously, actually, like, it would be the best if you guys would share some of your notes with us are we even making sense because i know this is like so out there sometimes Um, but if you would share some of your notes and thoughts with us on the episode so that we can talk about it in our next episode next week in our next epi um so that would be really really lit if you guys could (laughs) (laughs) 
Just it would be a mad chill if you guys could. <laughs> stick, a, stick a lighter to it. Um, it would be sick if you could give us some feedback so that we could talk about what you guys thought about authenticity and then pipe in from the peanut gallery ourselves. <laughs> pipe in from the peanut gallery. Um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. It was a uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Yes, like, listen, subscribe. Thank you for all your reviews yes. and subscriptions on iTunes. Yes. We, we love, love you guys. It. Follow us on Instagram and uh, keep listening every Tuesday for the TFO. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, baby. Bye.